Hello, hello, sweet friends, and welcome to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, and this is episode 116. I am so grateful to have you joining me on today's episode. I have had a crazy October, and maybe you have as well, and it's time. It's taken me a few days here at the start of November to kind of recalibrate and to get my body reset. Um... And to really sit and be still with the idea of what are these last 60 days going to look like? So that's where we're headed today. If you are new here, welcome to Moving Into Light. This podcast space is my place to share the tips and the tools and things I do for myself, for my family, for my clients, to help us all move into light and to stay out of the dark. There can be a lot of dark around, but what I have found is that the more we focus on light, the more light we see, and the opposite is true. The more we focus on dark, the harder it is, the more difficult life becomes, the more dark we see. So my answer is to stay in the light, to look at the light, to evolve into light, to really focus on the good and the positive and the healthy choices we can make, all the things that are about light. So welcome to today's episode. I hope this episode is finding you at a place where you have some time to go inward a little bit. Give yourself some time and space to think with this episode. I am hoping that this episode is very thought-provoking and it may bring you to a stop or to a standstill for just a few moments and hmm, give yourself some time to do some analyzation, to self-analyze how you're living right now. I have been thinking a lot about, and this is kind of leading into these last 60 days of the year, I have been thinking a lot about vacations. (laughs) And if you know me, you know that I absolutely adore traveling. I love all the aspects of it. I love the pre-planning, making arrangements, getting connections, flights, reservations. I love all that stuff. I guess that's why we own a tour company. And I love the packing. I love planning my clothes. I love getting my little guy to think about what are we going to put in your backpack to keep us busy on a plane. I love all of that part of traveling and vacation. Um, I have been thinking about this because I, when I had to plan a trip um, to Austin coming up to gather all of my family, my kids, my brother and his kids, and we're all gathering in a couple of weeks. And so I'm trying to make some arrangements and get some fun things in place. But I've kind of given up on the idea of vacations. And if you know me, you know that I'm kind of notorious for dropping everything and saying, oh, we're leaving next week and we're going to Bali for a week. Um, Because that's kind of how I operate. I have a very short attention span and I also hate to be confined and I hate that feeling of being restricted. So being able to get on a plane and be somewhere else feels like a blessing to me. Um, And I know that I'm incredibly blessed to be able to do that. But I also know that it's in my DNA that that restriction or that being self-contained or lacking freedom can really take a toll on me. And I have been thinking about the idea of traveling exploring versus vacation because I am all about traveling and exploring and seeing new places and feeling new things, trying new food and and really trying on a new lifestyle. 
that's so much a part of who I am and how I think and and what really brings me so much joy and happiness is being able to see the world through other people's eyes and really experience other cultures. And so the idea of world schooling um, or homeschooling our soon-to-be five-year-old and the idea of world schooling is really appealing more and more to me because we are good travelers together. He and I and, and my husband, we are really getting this comfortable groove going with traveling. But that's really not where I'm headed. Um, I guess that's kind of my backstory. I love to go. I've been to a lot of different countries and that urge will hit me, I guarantee in January, it always does. And I'm like, yeah, let's go somewhere. (laughs) And we're not quite as free now that we have, you know, chickens and cats and dog, the dog and our child and everything as we were for several years there. But even still, even with responsibilities, I love to travel. And I love to take a journey. I love to just explore. All of that being said, the reason I'm talking about this today is because I've been really playing with the idea of vacation versus traveling. And they are two very different things. And when my six adult kids were living at home, I needed a vacation. I lived for um, the first week of July because my ex-husband and my husband's ex-wife would always have our six kids the first week of July for family reunions and that kind of thing. And that was our week to travel. So for a lot of years, for probably 10 to 15 years, the first week of July, we were always elsewhere. We celebrated the 4th of July in a lot of different places because that was our week to travel. And it was a vacation, total vacay moment here. Um, we didn't have our children. We were free to go and to sleep late and to lay on a beach or drink too much or just do whatever it was that we wanted to do. We were getting away from our life, right? We were stepping away from our responsibilities. We were stepping away from all the things that held us down. And we had that one week for a vacation. And then our other week was in mid-November around our anniversary. We usually took a long weekend and hoped that it coincided with some of the Thanksgiving or, um, you know, Veterans Day or whatever, some of those holidays, and we could get away for a long weekend. And that was another vacation, step away from our life and our responsibilities and just everything so that we could become kind of revitalized and come back fresh. And I've been thinking about those years a lot because life was hard and it was heavy and there weren't, I did not have self-care mechanisms in place and I didn't put myself first on hardly any level. And so the need for a vacation was, was strong, right? I needed that time to get away just to be able to get through the next six months of my life. And what I've discovered now, and there's so much beauty in this, I don't want a vacation from my life anymore. And I am creating this life here on my rural property um, that I don't want a vacation from. I, I love my daily routine and I love how we go about our days. And I don't feel that strong urge to, oh my gosh, I just need a vacation. And this is the topic that I want to talk to you about today that I really want to bring forward. 
Again, please know that I am aware how blessed I am to be able to travel and to explore. And and I get that. And I get there are people listening that maybe, you know, you you don't have the opportunities to just step away from your life or to get away or anything. And I I get that because for a lot of years, that was me. That was us. We would do extra things to have that financial, the financial resources to step away, you know, twice a year for little vacations. And we had to work really hard for that. And that added to the stress of needing a vacation from our lives. But here's the thing. And here's, here's what I'm coming to. What kind of life are you building right now? I have been thinking about this for the past few weeks and I've been asking myself this question, what kind of life am I building? And what I've realized is I don't need a vacation for my life anymore because I am taking the time each month at the start of the month, really, to really evaluate what my life is looking like. What do I need more of? What do I need less of? And I would love to use today's episode to kind of help you do a little deep dive and ask some questions today about your own life and the life that you are creating. So this is kind of a new way to do a podcast, but if you are someone who likes to journal, I would say put me on pause and go grab a notebook and a pencil. Or if you like to have time to be introspective and think about the, the, the podcast afterwards or maybe meditate on it, you may want to just take a few notes today and ask yourself these questions because I'm going to post or post, um, pose, I guess is the word, a series of questions today to really kind of help you see what your life is looking like. And help you kind of do a little deep dive and a little self-evaluation. Are you creating a life that you need a vacation from? Or are you really trying to create a life that you don't need to vacation to get away from? And that's kind of what today's episode is all about. So back in the day when I was needing a vacation so desperately, my kids were little, my husband and I were both working full-time plus extra work to pay for things. Life was just overwhelming for that period of about 10 years. I did not have any self-care things in place. I just didn't. And so I'm going to ask you that question today. What are the self-care techniques that you have in place? Those things that work for you now. What are they? Or do you not have any in place? And... Just taking the time to think about the last maybe six months of your life. What self-care things have you put into place or have you lived by? Um, and maybe give yourself time to process through that a little bit for me. And I'll share really quickly for me. I have made sure that I take, you know, 15 to 20 minutes every day um, to journal. And it's not a lot of time. But if you know my schedule, you know that I, that 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. time is my kind of spiritual connection time. I don't always wake up before my four-year-old, but when I'm up first, I go straight to my journal. And when he's up 
before me and you know he's up through the morning and I don't have that quiet time I slip away while he is doing something in the morning he's having his snack and and doing his you know part of his curriculum time or he's even watching tv for a few minutes on Nickelodeon I take 15 minutes and I step away with my journal and just jot some things down I, I do my channeling I let spirit speak I whatever that 15 minutes can alter my day um it's really, really important for me. The other thing that I have been doing religiously, and this is a no option, um, no opt out, is I take 20 minutes at least, either on my yoga mat or in our workout room. And it doesn't have to be a lot, right? It doesn't have to be a full on, I'm going to, you know, work out and, and <laughs> it's not what you see on Instagram as a workout. It may not look like you know, what it looks like for people working out in the gym. Sometimes 20 minutes of me moving my body looks like a very slow flow yoga time. Sometimes it's only a walk on the treadmill. Sometimes it's really aggressive and I've got the weights out and I'm, you know, going through a seven minute really hefty routine. It doesn't matter in my mind what I do, but I need 20 minutes of moving my body in some way. Usually 20 minutes will lead to 30 or 45 minutes, but at least 20. And it's a non-negotiable. And that's one of the things, um, well, actually those two things, the journaling time and the 20 minutes of moving my body time, those are my two non-negotiables through the day. And what I have found is that those two things help me feel centered, give me time to process, give me time to tune into my body, to feel into my own self what I need. And when or if I happen to skip one of those things, I feel unequal throughout the day. But those two things for me are really valuable. So I'm asking you today, what what things do you do that are your self-care, that are non-negotiables? And if you don't have any, I would really suggest looking at that. What does your body need? What does your mind mental state need? And that can look different for everybody, obviously. But I encourage you to jump into that. So that's the first thing. The second thing is... If you feel like you need a vacation from your life, ask yourself this question. How much time do I have each week where I am entirely alone? This is a big one, especially if you are a parent. There are days I can't even go to the bathroom alone. So I get you on this. And when I had all six of my older kids at home, I totally understood this. I tend to be a very solitary creature and I'm an introvert. I read energy. We've had this conversation before on the podcast. Um, I could easily spend days by myself or days with just my husband and my child. I don't need outside sources, but what I do need more than anything some days is time alone. And it doesn't have to, again, none of these things are like end-alls, like I have to have two hours of alone time every day. It's not like that. But I need 10, 15 minutes of silence throughout my day, these little pockets that energize me, that allow my brain to just take a deep sigh of a breath, you know? And that alone time, those few minutes, are it's just a valuable time that helps me recharge. So that's my second question to you. How much alone time do you have? Maybe the question is how much alone time do you need? 
but how much time do you spend alone? And then what do you do with that time? Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel like in your alone time that you have to do something or think about something or listen to something? Or can you just be alone and and sit in the stillness for a while? That's my number two. So looking at this whole idea of needing a vacation or creating a life that you don't need a vacation from, one of the things that is for me now that wasn't when I was in my 20s, 30s, and even early 40s is my work-play balance. I spent a lot of time working and time on task and time following my calendar and doing school drop-offs and pickups and practices and kids' events and dropping kids to birthday parties and making homemade cupcakes and all of the things. But I look back to those days and there wasn't much fun for me. Like personally, I didn't take a lot of time out to do my fun things. I made sure everybody else had their fun things going on, right? Um... But a lot of the time, it just felt like work and then more work. And my work-life balance, my school time and extra rehearsals and extra practices, how much time I put into my jobs was a lot compared to how much time I put into play. And now, and, and granted, I'm in an entirely different situation now. My life looks very, very different than it did 20 and 30 years ago. Um... But now I will work full on, full focus, really work for two hours. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. And now I'm going to move on to something that I really want to do. And that will be my workout time or I'll go get on the yoga mat or we'll go read stories or we'll go do craft time. And I'm blessed to have that situation. I work from home. I set my own hours. But here's the thing. If you hate what you do for eight hours a day, you've got to reevaluate And I know that that is really hard and it feels really daunting sometimes. But if your work-life balance, work-play balance is not in balance, maybe you need to take a look at that because, you know, there's so much about being in balance. One of my kids absolutely hates this. I know I've mentioned this before, hates, hates it when I say, is your life in balance? But there's a scale for your life between the amount of work you do versus your partner even at home. If you are constantly the one cooking all the meals, doing the laundry, taking out the trash, um, taking care of the kids, doing all the things while your partner has rest time and you both work full time, then your life's out of balance. I'm just here to tell you, you're out of balance. You know, if, um, you know, if one of you is a stay-at-home parent and one of you is working full time, then that's a different story. But if you're both working and, and you don't share the responsibilities, there's an imbalance. Imbalances are what creates illness, disease, and, and misfunctions in our body. So think about balance. Um, so number four for me, creating this life that I don't need a vacation from. Number four is am I outside enough? And this may sound silly to you, and maybe it sounds like a no-brainer if you are big on outside time. Connecting to nature, getting our feet on the ground in the dirt, digging in the dirt, getting sunlight, feeling the energy of nature, the trees, the grass, whatever around us, that's rejuvenating. And that's something I really did not take the time to do years ago. And I needed a a real vacation from that life. And and now I make time. I get outside, even when it's cold. I bundle up. Part of that is too, I have a dog and I have to be outside to walk my dog. 
But part of it is I know that my body needs that outside time. It needs the connection with nature. It needs the air. It needs the sunlight. It needs the wind. So that's something too that I feel really influences whether you feel like you need a vacation. Get outside. Just go outside. And then the last thing, number five, I was kind of just listing some things. And so what I was encouraging you to do is maybe take some time and journal on these five topics and see how you feel and see what resonates and see what you need. But number five um, will be different for everyone. But when I look about the, at the things that I do now that make me feel like I'm comfortable in my life, like I, I don't want to run away from my life and hide or take a vacation from my life, One of the things that I do, and this is my number five, is that I put activities on my schedule that inspire me. Things that make me feel creative or make me feel like I have a huge desire to learn and take in more knowledge. So I schedule things probably about twice a month right now. Um, Maybe it's an online class. Right now I'm in the middle of doing some herbalist training. And I found a great program. It's twice a month. I hop on a call and I'm studying and I'm learning. And it opens up new neural pathways. It helps me feel more creative. It it keeps me alive, taking in new information and learning new things. And that's one activity. It will look different for everyone. It will be something that that inspires you, that fires you up, that makes you feel creative. The other thing is revitalizing my French. Um, I was very fluent in French years ago and I've, I've lost a lot of that. And a part of it is too, I'm teaching my four-year-old. We have a great French curriculum. And so he is learning French and being inspired by French. And we talk about the French culture and the French language and all those things little bit by little bit on, on his level, but it inspires me. And so studying French and, um, reading in French and forcing my brain to think in French is such a creative passion for me because it it makes my brain think in a different way. And so if you are feeling like you need to step away from your life, just make some small changes, right? So that you don't feel like you just need to get away and run away from your life. But I would inspire you or suggest that you really find something that is creative, that inspires you, that makes you want to learn more or study something or try something new. Once or twice a month, just do something new or unique or push yourself, schedule your, schedule something. Someone's having a, a free Zoom call on how to bake sourdough bread, sign up and try it, right? Um, you know, someone is offering a, a free monthly meditation, go one time and just see how it sits with your body. Find something new something creative, something different that feels inspiring. And so I think those are my kind of my top five things. And I'll run through them again real quick if you really are interested in journaling about them. But, you know, we are living this one life and there is a lot going on in this one life for all of us. (laughs) There's a lot going on on the planet. I mean, we could talk for days and days and days about all of the things that are occurring right now and all the shifts and all the changes and and the light versus dark and politics and religions and, you know, there's so much. But the truth is we are only in control of our one little bubble. That's ourself. 
And we can look outside of ourselves all we want, all we need. But the truth is you can only make choices and decisions for yourself. And so I'm asking you, are you creating a life that you love, that feels good to you, that feels in alignment, that's balanced? Or are you creating a life that you just really truly need a vacation from? And I feel like this podcast will probably hit a few of you right in the heart center because I know that I have some clients who really are living life out of balance right now who really are in complete immersion with being a parent and they forget that they're also a human and they give all to their children and their partner and their household and there's nothing left for themselves. If that's you, you're going to need a vacation from your life and maybe it's easier to, to just make some small changes, some tweaks so that you're a little more settled in your daily life and in your body. I also know that I have a few people listening out there who are full on career mode people. There's no time in their life for play. There's no light time for self-care. There's no time for extra partners or uh, I mean, part relationship with, with extra people or even to find a partner. I didn't mean extra partners. You know what I mean? Um, if that's you, Again, renegotiate. The terms that you choose to live your life with are the terms that you do just that you choose. And you can renegotiate the terms. You can change how you live your life. And it's important because you are only here this one life right now. I mean, I know I believe in reincarnation. You're going to do it again and again. But the things that you screw up now, guess what? You're coming back to do it again. And so taking the time now to be really present with this one life, taking the time to really do some self-evaluation and figure out what are you lacking? What do you need more of? What needs to shift? It requires some thought and it requires some real introspection. And, and if your answer is, I don't have time for that, then you definitely need it. <laughs> because if you don't have time to analyze how you feel about your life, then your life is too busy and there's your answer. It's a lot. So the five things that I think are so important that you might want to journal about or to really give some thought to, um, to see if you really need a vacation from your life or are you building something that feels good and steady? Here's the things, five things. One, what kind of self-care mechanics do you have in place? Right? Two, how much time alone do you have? And maybe that's how much time alone do you need? Maybe it's not in balance. And then number three is looking at the work, play, life balance. And just looking at balance overall. Balance between work and play. Balance between the roles that you and your partner do. Balance between um, you know, self-care versus care of others. Just look at the word balance. And then number four, how much do you get outside in nature? How much are you pulling from earth energy? Because it matters. And then number five, what activities do you do in a month's time that inspire you to be creative or to grow or to allow for change or to make your brain work? Those five topics, those five things can do a lot 
to really shift how you feel, how comfortable you feel, how cared for you feel, how creative you allow yourself to be. How much wiggle room do you have? And I just think by stopping and being still a little bit and kind of analyzing, because I I have been getting this message intuitively quite a bit. I don't want to be living a life come January 1st that requires a lot of New Year's resolutions. And that message started in probably beginning of October. Just little little hits around here and there. Um, But I don't want to have to come into January 1st with a list of New Year's resolutions because that means I need to get away from my life or I need to overhaul my life in a huge way. And it makes more sense to me to make these little shifts, to do these little things, 20 minutes here and there throughout my day, 15 minutes of journaling time, 20 minutes of movement time, those little shifts create massive amounts of change. I don't want to roll into January 1st with a list of New Year's resolutions because I'm not, I'm not pleased with how I'm living my life. So I'm going to make small changes. So what do small changes look like for you? Think about that. What are a few small things that you could do right now to really be living a life that you don't need a vacation from. For me, one of those things is hydration. The first thing I've started doing is doing um, lemon or lime water when I get out of bed. Because I, although I've switched to decaf, I love a hot cup of coffee. The smell, the sensation of it, the routine, the ritual. But I've switched to lemon or lime water first thing out of bed in the morning. Why? Because I know that I'm hydrating myself. And each morning as I start with my lime water, I drink that and it's just, you know, 16 ounces. It's not a, a, a huge bottle. It's just 16 ounces. I drink that really mindfully and I remind myself in that 10 minutes of drinking that lime water, I am drinking this because I value my health. I value my wellness. I value my hydration. I want to begin my day with something that is really good for me, that serves my body. And I kind of mantra that. I think about that as I'm drinking that first glass of lemon or lime water. And it sets the tone for my day. It sets the tone that says, I'm going to take care of myself and my physical body today. It takes me all of, you know, five minutes to squeeze half of a lime or a lemon into my water and stand there at my kitchen and drink that. But with those words and those thoughts, I'm putting forward an intention for my day. I'm going to hydrate. I'm going to take care of my body today. It's a small one. It's a small little thing. But it works. At the end of each night after dinner, we've cleaned up the kitchen. My husband tends to load dishes a lot while I, you know, wipe down the counters and clean up and everything. I will clean out the sink and make sure the counters are all wiped off before I shut out the lights. I set the intention that first thing in the morning, my kitchen will be there waiting clean, ready to serve my family. It's a small thing, but I set that intention at night when I go to bed. I clean up my kitchen and I walk out for the night. I leave it clean so that in the morning, first thing, you know, I walk into my clean kitchen and it makes a difference. Why? Because I'm setting that intention. And so I just really want everyone listening to this podcast to be working on creating a life that they love. I want you listening to this to be 
formulating a life that you just love and adore. I don't want you to need a vacation from life. I want you to take a vacation because you can't wait to explore something new, because you can't wait to have these great experiences with your family. I want you to want to take that vacation because it's exciting. It's a journey. It's, you know, diving into a new culture. It's making memories, but not because you just need to get away from your life. There's such a difference there. I hope that mindset shift makes sense to you. For me, it's been something I've been thinking about for a while, especially with how much we travel. And I don't even use the word vacation anymore. And I realized I was thinking about it for the past week or so. I don't use the word vacation. We're taking a trip. We're taking a journey. We're traveling. But it's not a vacation because vacation implies that I have to leave this to do something better. In my mind, I think a lot of people in the States think about vacation in that way. And so it's just my thoughts. That's what I've been thinking about lately and pondering and giving some time and energy to. So take it for what it is. If it doesn't resonate with you, just let it go. And if it does resonate, maybe you can give it some thought. Journal on those things a little bit and see how you need to make some shifts to really keep creating a life that you love. Because that's what we're here to do. We are here to be living this life that feels so good to us, that works for us. And that's what I want for everyone. I want that feeling. So thank you so much for tuning in today to this episode, episode 116. And thank you for sharing the time and for taking the time to listen and ponder and just open yourself up to new ways to get into the light. So that's that. If you are interested in working with me personally, you can find more information at lisa-renee.com. And that is in the process of switching it all over to the Sylvan Well. And the Sylvan Well is our retreat space property. But a lot of my services are also on the Sylvan Well page under wellness services. So you can really find me in either spot right now. And I will say that we have our um, <clears throat> cabin and our loft on Airbnb, which is very exciting because we are opening our retreat space just for a few months in the winter for families or writers, people who are interested in um, getting away and finding some inner peace and some calm. So if those... Um, listings are interesting for you you can always reach out and or you can find them you know where to find me on the on the on the internet so I hope all is well I hope you are healthy and happy and whole and I hope these last 60 days of 2022 serve you well and I also hope in these last 20 days you can really move into a space of loving your life and not needing a vacation from it all right happy November and we will talk soon thanks for listening